You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. More energy, more energy, more passion, more passion. That's what I was telling Greg before we got started here. <laughs> Guys, he's already on like eight times, so we're all in for it today. <laughs> Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. I'm your co-host, Beth, hanging out here with Hi, my boy everybody. Greg. Did you call me Gregory? Greg. Greg. Oh, no, I said Greg. My goodness. I can call you Gregory if you want me to. No, someone did that at work the other day, and I said, excuse me, who? Because Gregory doesn't live them? here. Gosh. I don't know her. You slapped them? anyways what's going on greg um lots of things we got a cool topic today so we finished out our series on our go-to budget meals a while ago so now we're, we're, we've turned the corner we're opening our wallets yeah. and doing uh go-to splurge meals so these are meals are. that would be in a different budget category than our budget meals um but more on that in a moment is a couple things i wanted to to share if if you'll indulge me for a moment I guess, jeez. Oh, God, here Greg Go goes ahead. again. Go ahead. Ugh, everyone get ready. It's just <laughs> Greg episode once again. No. Um, <laughs> Pull over, everyone. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> adventuring around town because, you know, live yeah. here and stuff. So we um, do went. Do you do? I, turns out I woke up the other day and I was <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. out. I live I in Central Florida. So we, um, we went to Epcot the other day on a Saturday and we were roaming the UK pavilion and I, I don't know how I've never done this before, but there was a little board on the wall that just had a couple of questions on it. So we're like, huh. And the cast member came over and she was like, how are you all doing? And we're like, good. And we're talking about the weather because it's been like nice here. Nice meaning yeah. the humidity is starting to go away. It's in like the 70s and it's 80s. It's super rainy. Instead of 90s. Yes. So yeah. we were talking about that, how she needs a jumper. And um, a jumper. We, we took the quiz. There was a UK uh, history or UK trivia quiz, I should say. And there were 10 questions. I think we got five and a half right. I'm counting the half. Technically, it's five and three quarters. I, I saw the questions you posted, and I'm like, I don't think I would have gotten but like maybe three of those right. Is that bad? It, it, well, here's the thing. One of the questions was, what's the who's the, the new monarch? And I'm like, listen, I don't watch the news, and that's why I think I'm in a good mood all the time. Well, isn't it Charles? I don't know. I know that the queen's dead, Okay. but I don't know about who the king is. <laughs> wow. The queen is dead. <laughs> She's um, dead. I'm pretty sure oh no 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 it's not charles it's something the third richard yeah who cares i think it's charles but okay um the, that's like, the point it's not her it's not her husband i literally have no to, idea but that was the point charles. is that i just don't know oh nathan's so, gonna hate us he's gonna be like you guys are a disgrace uh, <laughs> sorry everyone <laughs> big sorry so um <laughs> she still said we did well she said that there are people that come from the uk area um or areas yeah it is charles i was right okay. it's charles he's the third Good I was gosh. like, it went to Charles, her, but he's known as the Prince of Wales. Oh. He became king the death of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, on 8th of September you know, 2022. The original Prince of Wales was, of course, in that movie, Free Willy. And right. um, anyway, we didn't do very well on the trivia, but we still got a, a sticker. So we got a little like UK sticker, which yeah. made us feel great. I am a big fan of validation. Um, so we felt I'm great, a big but, fan of validation. So if you ever happen to be roaming around there and they have the little trivia board out, see if you can get some questions partially correct yes. and you might get a sticker that's unique to that country. See what you know. See and what you um, know. also you may have heard that uh, Disney has announced a, well, kind of like, it's it's a soft opening. 
So it's mm-hmm. not really announced, but it's public, publicly viewable in the app. Knowledge. Um, for the Journey of Water. So we yeah. did the uh, virtual queue. So this is a little bit different. And I hope that this remains. I hope they keep doing what they're doing for this soft opening of the Journey of Water. So yes, it's mm-hmm. a virtual queue. But no, it does not open at 7 a.m. like every other virtual queue. Like, I don't know, Cosmic Rewind, that's still a thing. This yeah. virtual queue opens at 9. And unlike... Ooh. Um, Tron or Cosmic Rewind or previous attractions, Remy or Mickey and Minis or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you have to be in the park, which is how it used to be, you may okay. remember, for Rise of the yeah. Resistance before they kind of changed it. But this is at 9 a.m. in the park, very different than like 7 a.m. in the park. So, well, is it because they're like only using it when they need it? You think? I don't know, but what's nice about it is it doesn't get jammed up as much. So, like, mm-hmm. you. Uh, in other words, so we got there at like 1040 or something. Like we checked into the park, like tapped in around 1040, 1045. And I was able to join the the virtual boarding virtual queue. Team. And so in other words, oh, it's okay. an hour and 45 minutes in because otherwise you could be joining it from elsewhere. Right. Um, and it was maybe like a two hour wait, which is fine because like that's the whole point is you get to go do other things and then you mm. come back when it's your time. We incidentally weren't going to be there at that time. So I did take myself out of the virtual queue. But that was on a Saturday, and that's why I bring that up. So on a Saturday, during food and wine, um, during the fall, obviously, as the weather is getting nicer, and it was, like, relatively nice. It was still pretty warm in the middle of the day, but um, it was still doable to get a virtual boarding group. So I hope it stays. I hope that's maybe the key to this. And the line itself didn't look long. So we walked by it because Nicole actually hasn't even been inside of it yet. Um, But, you know, sometimes when they call groups back, there's a little bit of a backlog, but... It didn't look bad at all. So hopefully that's another way that they're able to like keep keep yeah. the weight to a minimum when they call your group. How has she not seen it yet? And you've already been in there like 10 times. Twice, but I understand. Yes. Three. Well, at least 10. It's something like that. <laughs> we spent like an hour <laughs> each time like I was there. I you've been in there at least three times at this point. Only it was, twice? It was only twice. I was not able to okay. go a few weeks ago um, when we had our friends in town. Oh, but, um, okay. I was. Oh, Yeah. I was like, I thought y'all were going we for didn't. that. We didn't. We wound up not being able to go. The weather did its thing oh. where it looked like it was going to rain, and it wound up not even yeah. really raining. But anyway, there's a little bit anyway. of Epcot for you if you're wondering what's going on okay. over at the Cot. We're going to start calling it that. Or Epcrotch, <laughs> if you remember that when I said that, that one time. <laughs> um, I, that. I also want to give you an update on the Beach Club Resort because, one, I feel like we're just a, a fan of um, resorts when we are you know, not in the mm-hmm. parks. We like going resort hopping and whatnot. But the, um, the villas at Disney's Beach Club resort so these are the disney vacation club villas are currently undergoing a refurbishment and it's a big deal for me and especially nicole because the theming of some of the aspects of the rooms have switched or has switched to include none other than donald and daisy Which is a big deal because you know Donnie's like number really one. They're like really going all out with Donald and Daisy. I feel like in a, in a, a lot of the resorts. Well, this would like, make sense because you know it's a beach and you might find yeah, them still... near the water. So, uh, but it's... like the All Star Resorts aren't near the water. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> where where are Donald and Daisy at the All Star? Well, I guess that's like I guess I'm thinking of Huey, Dewey, and Louie in those. Oh yes, isn't that like that's a theming in all of the All Star Resorts? Yeah, they they're in like... like usually behind the bed, right? Like in the pull down bed. So we were just uh, talking about like a that. resort but too with Donald and Daisy, but at this again. resort, everyone. Anyway. Okay, so here's the thing: the villas uh, are off, like you know, the the main building there. You can get over there. There's a couple of public spaces. One of my number one places to hang out is the breezeway. We've talked about mm-hmm. it a bunch. The, the drawing room across the hall is the little, is the room that you can hang out that has a pool table. 
the drawing room. Drawing, draw, draw. How do you say it? <laughs> say it. Drawing. I don't know how you just said it was very New York. Okay. The drawing room. The drawing room. <laughs> drawing room. The drawing room. The drawing room. <laughs> it's a hard word, anyways. But the way that you said it was like the drawing room. I <laughs> just loved it. Gotta get to the it's drawing my favorite. Room. Um, Winnie is very. She's just over it. Anyways. Wow. She looks um, like a dead pig. <laughs> She looks like the pig from that one scene in Pirates of the Caribbean where the, they're hanging out and his yes. little leg is twitching. She is a little piglet. I'll tell you that. Oh, my okay, goodness. Anyway. So, um, and then the drawing room has uh, the go. pool table in it, but they added some artwork in there that has some Donald and Daisy oh. touches to it, which is cool. It's, it's I'm going to say, not understated, but not overstated. It's just stated. Yeah. And um, moving on to the actual building, which is really what I want to talk about. You may remember if you've been over there that um, the old carpet in the Villas building had bubbles on it, like a bunch of like sea stuff, ocean stuff. Um, and the bubbles, of course, would be some of them Water. would be in the shape of Mickey. But now there are no bubbles on the carpet. There's instead like some reef, reefs, 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 Re- yeah, some coral reef, reef I think designs. it's just reef, coral and, reef. Um, reefs. And uh, anyway, there are footprints now. Donald Duck or maybe Daisy Duck footprints, which are so cool. So like you just, they're around. looks like they're walking in and out of the rooms. And then inside the room is a bunch of Donald and Daisy artwork. They did um, add in the pull down bed now instead of the sofa, um, you know, bed. It's called called a Murphy bed. Much more comfortable. Murphy (laughs) might be a brand. And this is not the Murphy brand. How dare you? The brand is actually a Nova. If anyone is paying attention and wants the the in-depth facts, that is the brand. (gasps) But anyway... Um, Maybe they were just the first ones to do it. Could so be. everyone calls it a Murphy bed. I don't know. So um, on the actual uh, couch bed combo thing, when it's still up, you get some Donald and Daisy. And then uh, they're on the beach, like looking at Huey, Dewey, and Louie playing in the ocean and stuff. And then when you pull it down, oh, and there's a friendship boat in the background. I posted this uh, to our Instagram. If you missed yeah. it, go check it out because there's a little video of what I'm talking about. And um, once you pull it down, the artwork on the inside of this pull down bed, a.k.a. perhaps a Murphy bed is uh, another uh, piece of artwork with Donald and Daisy. But this time, they're like holding hands. They're overlooking the Beach Club Resort, like the villas. The fireworks are going off in the sky. And little Huey, Dewey, and Louie have fallen asleep sitting up, probably trying to wait for the fireworks. And instead, Donald and Daisy have this nice little romantic moment with themselves um, in public because they're a bunch of freaks. Yeah. And um, right in front of their kids. Right in front of their kids. Not, not wearing pants. You know, you know they're not wearing pants. The thing is, we like Donald, but I still don't trust him. You know why I don't trust oh, him? Because Nicole is like obsessed with him and in love with him, and they secretly probably having an affair. Let's try this over <laughs> again. Do you know why I don't trust him? Why? Because he's a quack addict. So you know what's really unique? Thank you, everybody. You know what's unique about this resort is we get our first glimpse of one of the nieces of Daisy. Like you don't mm. normally get to see her nieces, and I won't say their names, but if you know their names, feel free to message us, and I'll be quite impressed. Don't Google it. Some flower name, probably. Yes, there are there are three of them, so they have three names, and I will say their names are sequential. That's my hint to you. Petunia. Okay, so their names are one, okay. two, and three. And <laughs> anyway, there's a painting in the uh, breezeway room that, not the breezeway, the uh, solarium room that has um, one of her nieces in it, which is cool because you don't normally get to see what we're concluding that. Okay. So that was my little beach club villas update for you all. Obviously, I'm excited about Love these it. things. If you've never been over there, highly recommend if you're ever in Epcot, you can walk out the back through International Gateway, walk over to the beach club and just spend some time in the breezeway, charge your phone, take a look at the decorations in the drawing room in the drawing. and maybe play a little game of pool. Yeah, and um, if you want to learn more about the Beach Club Resort, you can check out the episode that we did. Life podcast. At that Park Life Podcast. We did a resort rundown on the Yacht Club and Beach Club on episode 130. So go back. 
Check it out. 1.30, man. That was so long Moons ago. ago. Let's talk about some meals that maybe you've got something to celebrate and you want to go out to eat. Maybe you're celebrate like... Celebrate tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I will celebrate say this... Celebrate tonight. You know what song I'm talking about? I don't know, but I don't want to interrupt your solo. celebrate tonight. It's a new, um, <laughs> it's a brand new Joe Bro song. Anyway. Oh, oh it's really good. okay. You have heard. It's a fun one. Have it's heard. A fun one. Um, maybe you're celebrating something, whether it's a new Joe Bro album or something right. that's going on in your life and you want to do a splurge meal. Um, this also kind of doubles for a, hey, are you looking to use your table service meal credits when the dining plan comes mm. back in January? Yeah. Which is really not that far from now. It's only a couple January months. 9th, everyone. Mark yes. it down. Dining plan. So, um, but these, we're really just talking about going beyond our budget meal price. So previously we, done, we did the uh, budget, go-to budget meals, which was about a $15. This, we didn't put a specific price uh, maximum on because the point yeah. is it's a splurge. So no, you're not going to hear us talk but about- I would say- all of mine are under a hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mine are too. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. We're not talking about like Victorian you know, Alberts, the Grand Floridian. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 We're not talking about those. We're we're more like I would say mid range splurge, if you will. Yes. So. So like our previous series, we'll do some breakfast, lunch, and dinner talk, and um, that's that. And this we're uh, kicking it off here with the uh, Magic Kingdom. Yeah, we are. All right. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So for breakfast, Greg's go-to splurge meal is the Crystal Palace breakfast. And I, I would like to start off with this is a breakfast buffet, so you know what you're getting okay. yourself into. It is all you care to enjoy, pastries and probably bacon. I feel like that's where I make my Lots money. Lots of but bacon. Yeah. Um, and Mickey waffles. Oh, gosh. Wait. Do you know the deal about the Mickey waffles here? Um, I don't. Okay. Well, you're about to, you're about to find you're, out. You're, you're about to tell me. Okay. So before we get to the Mickey Waffles, um, this is $45 per adult and $29 per child. So in addition to it being a breakfast buffet inside mm-hmm. a theme park in a pretty cool building, um, it yeah. is also character dining. That's why the price is $45 per person. That's not a bad price, though, for character dining. It's not bad. And um, there are lots of things on the menu, which I'll get to, but I have to talk about the standout menu item, and that is... Now, they're currently on the menu. They've been on the menu for months, but I have to say current because it is possible that maybe by the time you're hearing this, you know, perhaps on a delay a year from now, that they're not. But right now, the Crystal Palace Buffet is the only place in Walt Disney World where you can get churro Mickey waffles. They are unique to this location. You may have had them before Mm. or heard of them before at other locations, perhaps on the water, because there have been some restaurants on some Disney Cruise Line ships that over time have sold this, Mm. but this is the first time it's on land here in Disney World. So it's a big deal. And I mean, Mickey Waffles are good to begin with. You throw a little churro into the mix. That's that's a premium. Fry them up. You fry them up. I mean, churros Mm. are fried. Mm. So you got to... Dipped in some cinnamon sugar. Mm. Mm. Speak my language. (laughs) So um, there are some plant-based options here too, if that's your thing. Um, The plant-based versions of things are the breakfast potatoes, oatmeal grits, eggless Florentine, granola medley. I just like to toss that out there. I don't want to feel like anyone is excluded from this. There are other things that they could work with you on on as well. Of course, you can state your allergy, but the usual Disney breakfast buffet here for $45 a person. Um, yogurt, fruit, pastries, biscuits, etc. And um, something to note, since it is a splurge meal, 
your meal here, this pay one price, includes a beverage. So you can get a coffee or a tea or a juice or milk or something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's or not, all of them if you want. Or Yeah, well, I'll take one of each, please. Um, it is included with the price of the meal. Like I mentioned, it is character dining, which means you're going to get a ton of one-on-one photo opportunities without having to wait in line. That is something that I would like. I know that everyone is a character person, and that's okay. Um, the friends that you'll meet here, I believe, is Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore, and Piglet. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't mention that's them right. by name in the app because it is technically subject to change, but it does say Winnie, Winnie the Pooh and Friends. So those yeah. are. I feel like Winnie and Tigger are definitely the like ones that I see the most. Mm. Yeah, I've seen Piglet I feel like bouncing around there. Those are like there. the staples, maybe, but you know, it's character dining. Um, and if you really want your money's worth, because you're splurging, oh. hashtag splurging. Splurge. Um, splurging. It's a new fish. Watch out! There's going to be splurge everywhere here because, <laughs> um, if you book a reservation for let's say ten thirty, ten forty five, and this is not unique to mm. this restaurant, we're probably going to say this every time we do a splurge Any meal buffet. thing. Yeah, because it's a buffet and they do the switch over, you get a little bit of breakfast, a little bit of lunch. So if you want to kind of like really just hit both ends of that meal spectrum, you can do that. So this restaurant switches over at 11. So if you book around 10.30, 10.45, which is the latest reservation time slot, mm-hmm. come 11 a.m., those some of those platters are going to be ripped out and replaced with gone. lunch. So you get a ton of food. Yeah. Or if that is too late for you to eat something, that's fine. Because on the other side, if you want to do a different type of splurge here, so you're paying $45 per person, $29 per adult, and you want to have a unique experience outside of just this meal, get one of the earliest reservations for this restaurant because that allows you access into the park before just about everybody else. So you're allowed to enter the park. They do check for your reservation, and then they um, let you walk over to that restaurant. And as you're walking... The park is empty, so you can do a quick, like, couple of, you know, get some photos on your phone of, like, empty yeah. park, like, just no one walking around. It's a really cool thing to see and thing to experience. It's quiet. And one last thing, as I continue to go on and on about the Crystal Palace, but I think it's important um, because you're spending some money here, right? It's It already costs quite a bit to get here, so I just want to make sure everyone gets, like, the fullest experience. In addition to all the stuff, I also do want to point out kind of, like, the vibe of this place is really interesting to me. It's got a really kind of old school Main Street feel in there, like an mm-hmm. old timey, like, you know, time kind of stood still in there. And um, we talked quite a bit about the theme and the history of this in one of our Why Do They Call It That episodes. So feel free Why to flip back. Why do they call it that? You're welcome. <laughs> feel free to, to flip back to one of those because we talked about the history of the restaurant. And I'm sure you'll be able to spot some of the details we talked about in the restaurant. So I think it's good food. You got characters. You got either perhaps a late, uh, an early entry or maybe like a combo if you're late. A brunch. And then kind of a cool experience in there. So all in all, mm-hmm. pretty good splurge for $45 a person. Oh, and one last thing. Bring a couple of to-go <laughs> containers. And those pastries, especially like October to like March, will last a couple of hours in yeah. your uh, in your park bag. So just Stick put them all in there. Hashtag detail motivated. Um, that's a good one. Okay. Well, I'm going to take us across the way, across the gate, if you will, to Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, I am going to splurge a whopping $65 a person here. Um, if you are three and under, no, it's ages three to nine is $39. Okay. So it is a little bit of a splurge for a breakfast. Um, you do get to pick though. This is not, it's kind of like a, 
I guess like a course meal, if it's you will. It's a pay one price, but pay one I mean price. a price fix, but you get to choose your yes, courses. You get to choose your course. So everybody gets a pastry plate. So that is something I think that everybody gets. And then you get to pick your your course or whatever it is. I don't think there's anything like the end. Um, so I would go with the shrimp and grits on this mm-hmm. menu. It does have some really good food on the menu. There is um there is some avocado toast on there. There was a couple other things that I was like, there's like a steak um, option, like a steak breakfast option that I thought looked good. So there's a lot of really good options on this one, but I was like, I'm going to go with the shrimp and grits because it's smoked Gouda cheese grits, tomato jam with a fried egg, buttered shrimp, and a garlic baguette. And to me, that sounds incredible. Interesting. So um, that is the meal that I would choose there. Obviously, there's other things that you can choose on the menu. Um, and then for me, I'm going to actually add a little something and I'm going to try either a Bloody Mary or a Bellini because you can't drink at many places in the parks. And so I'm going to throw in some alcohol on that one. Get your because, day started right. Right. I mean, the Bloody Mary looks really good, but I was like, I'd also try a Bellini too. <laughs> so I'm sure that would bring the price up because alcohol is not included in that $65 price. But mm. that's what I'm doing. Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, it is character dining. Um and kind of the same things, right? Like, I mean, there's not a, there's not a lunch like swap over like a buffet. Yep. Um, but again, if you get an early reservation, you get to go in early, do all those things. You do get to take a picture with Cinderella, like for those meals. Um, anytime you go eat there, I'm pretty sure they do it for breakfast too. But um, you get to meet all the princesses. They come around to you in their lovely garb. Um, Pocahontas is not is not in that. I think it's like. Jasmine, Cinderella, Ariel, Aurora. I think that might be it. Snow White? Maybe Snow White? I don't remember. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, character dining there. You know, if you're going to splurge, they got some good options. Come for the lovely garb. Stay for the great options. That's right. Stay (laughs) for for the the Bellini options. I think it's a great choice. Another thing there too, right? I mean, you can take the early reservation. Same thing. You get into the park early. Get to walk down Main Street. And the hub, right. and there's been not a whole lot like, of people there. And up to the castle, and you're like, I'm here for my reservation. I'm here for my royal breakfast. Okay, let's move on to lunch. That's mm-hmm. also known as lunch. Lunch. Um, I'm going to take us on an adventure. And that adventure will be at the Jungle Navigation Company Skipper Canteen. Ooh, and, okay. you know, a bit of a nerd for the Jungle Cruise like vibe, the whole, the whole theme. Um, I know I went on and on about details in the queue a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that really ties this storyline of the restaurant into the storyline of the attraction. So already off the bat, I'm I'm in. I'm like knee deep in this stuff, in the lore of the Jungle Cruise or the Jungle Navigation Company, Skipper Canteen, a.k.a. just Skipper Canteen. So um, my dish here, though, is um, taste like chicken because it is. So yes, if you haven't been here before, they do Jungle Cruisey jokes around. Um, I would say it's less kind of like in your face with the jokes. Although if you do get a good server and you're kind of like kind of hinting at them that you would like some jokes, they'll probably wind up having some of their routine for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like they're going to be like doing like three stooges, like, you know, physical comedy in front of you. Not that type of a restaurant, but there are some jokes and some of them you have to go looking for. But anyway, this tastes like chicken because it is dish is $28. It is crispy fried chicken, sweet chili glaze, stir-fried vegetables, and jasmine rice. It is delicious and super filling, and it's not too spicy. 
Um, yes, it does have a chili glaze on it. I have a pretty low tolerance for spice and mm-hmm. it didn't bother me at all. Although, yes, my eyebrows did sweat. We've talked about this, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, did have a little and on the on the scale of did um, Greg's or on the scale of Greg's eyebrow sweat it was just a light coating of sweat not okay. a full okay. drip so um, highly recommend and then please please while you're here look around there's just so much going on in the restaurant it's chock full of jungle navigation company Easter eggs that's the company in the storyline the fictional company that runs the jungle cruise attraction across the way there um, i know we talked about it in a previous episode about alberta falls and her how she opened up the restaurant to accommodate her friends who were traveling in the area so they could both eat and then also go on her cruise ships and all of that but take a moment mm-hmm. um, look around make sure you find the little it's not really a library but there's a, a kind of a hallway that has two bookshelves one on each side and a lot of the titles are like puns or dad jokes or like sight gags. So please just take a moment, read them. Um, and there's a bunch of cool like little nooks and crannies in the restaurant that for $28 for this particular meal and the yeah. menu, you know, the other items in the menu are around that price. You're looking around 25 to $40 per entree. Um, you're going to pay that much money. If you're going to splurge, get your money's worth and look around mm-hmm. and take a break from the outside and allow yourself to be uh, immersed into another part of the Jungle Navigation Company here at Skipper Canteen. I do feel like I need to warn you, though, that the menu here is not for simple tastes. So definitely read it over before you bring your whole family here to make sure everyone's on board with what's available at the Skipper Canteen. Once again, that is the Skipper Canteen. Skipper Canteen. <laughs> All right, I am actually taking us all the way back over to Cinderella's whoa, Royal Table. Whoa, journey. I'm going back for lunch um, because I just I've been to lunch here and I think it's incredible. And I'm like, this is what I would splurge on is lunch okay. here. So their lunch price is a little bit more. It's seventy nine dollars a person um, and forty nine dollars for ages three to nine. So do with that what you will. This is more of like a three course meal. So um, I'm going to show you what options kind of we have here. So they have a soup of the day. Basically, you're getting an appetizer. You pick an entree and then you pick like a dessert. And so that is a fixed price again. The appetizers here that are offered are the braised beef, the castle salad, and the chilled jumbo shrimp. So for me, I would probably pick the castle salad. I'm pretty sure that's what I did when I ate there. Um, And it was delicious. It's got romaine, Brussels sprouts, goat cheese, spring vegetables, and a green goddess dressing. So delicious there. Um, and then with the entrees, they've got a few to choose from. They have a spice rub pork tenderloin, a grilled tenderloin of beef, uh, sustainable catch and papiota, papiote. I don't know how you say that. Papiote. <laughs> Probably said that really wrong. Someone's like, you're butchering it. Uh, they also have a slow braised chicken and a Parisian gnocchi. So for me, I would pick probably either the slow braised chicken because that comes in a fettuccine pasta, pine nut pesto, and edible flowers, or the Parisian gnocchi, which I think that's what I got when I was there. Mm. Uh, it's seasonal vegetables, celery root puree, and vegetable demi-glaze. So the food there is actually pretty good. Um, and they give you a good portion, I would say. And then you get to pick a dessert. So they have three options. It's the Jacques and Gus cheesecake with seasonal flavors and garnishes. The Clock Strikes 12, which is a dark chocolate mousse with a caramel and crunchy praline center served with chocolate sauce and a hazelnut gelato. Yum. Then they also have a coffee pot de creme, which is coffee-infused coconut custard, passion fruit jelly, <laughs> and crumbled chocolate espresso beans, which is plant-based. 
So I'd probably go with the cheesecake there, the Jacques and Gus. Oh. Um, you the can little do ma- little mice. Yeah. Uh, they have like a kids create your own appetizer there. They also have beverages. So um, like the kids menu is the same. So the kids get to pick an appetizer, an entree, and um, a dessert. So that's kind of cool too. For them, they have a bunch of different beverages to choose from, but I'm going to splurge on this meal and I'm going to probably get, I might get a glass of wine for lunch. Watch out. It's wine o'clock. You know, Um, I mean, they just have a bunch of good options there. They're beverages of the court. So they have champagne and sparkling wine. They have flights that you can get. And then they have um, like white white wine and rosé, red wine, all of that. Reserve wines. They have a lot of wines. They do have some beer. A um, lot of allergy-friendly options there. So I think that's a great option if you're going to splurge on a meal. Plus, again, it's character dining. They did not list. They do not list. The, I was went back to look. They do not list the characters on here, I think, because mm-hmm. sometimes they do change. Sometimes they don't have all of them. Yeah. But I think the princesses we mentioned before are on there. Um, you know, just not <laughs> Pocahontas because she just doesn't fit the bill. But um, <laughs> same thing. The princesses go around, come to your table. Um, they do have, like, different things to give, like, boys because the boys are, like, knights. Um, and then the girls are princesses. So there's just some fun stuff to do there. You do get to take your picture downstairs with, um, I think they still do it downstairs. Uh, a picture with Cinderella. That's like the main thing there. Like we came home with a bunch of pictures. So I don't remember if they still do that. Like if that's a free thing or if that's a paid thing at this point. But I remember we all came home with like pictures. We took like multiple pictures together with them. They had them printed out for us and all of the things. So great experience there. Would go back for sure. Okay. All right. Okay. You got two meals there. I wonder where you're going for dinner. Imagine it's a trifecta. We'll find. We'll see. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> see if we go to. About to find out. CRT for every meal. Okay. So last, of <laughs> course, we have our evening meal, aka dinner, mm-hmm. and um, I am going to take us to a certain restaurant in Liberty Square. You know, oh. the place with all the knickers and the bonnets. The knickers. We're we're going to Liberty Tree Tavern. It's thirty nine dollars. Mm. It's family style. You're doing it cheap, man. I and thought we were food, splurging, Greg. <laughs> and the food's pretty crappy. But hear me out, okay? Listen, I'm going wanna, somewhere with this. I want to go. I want to try the food there. Doug was like, it's the same food we had at Garden Grill. And I was trying to argue with him that it's not. But I, it is and it, it isn't. So let's, yeah. let's, let me paint this picture here for you all, okay? The food here is really just okay. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Like, it's you're going to fill up on it, right? You're not going to, like, mm-hmm. vomit from this food. But it's, it's not my all-time favorite food. But I would still go here as a splurge meal, and here's why. Maybe you just want a break from the AC. Again, we were talking about meal plan stuff. Maybe you've got a table service credit left. Or maybe you just want to eat a ton of food for $40. Because that's a pretty good price for family-style eating. So $39, this is for you. (laughs) Like You know when you want like Pizza Hut pizza? You know it's not pizza. You know what you're getting yourself into. The same reason you might go to Taco Bell. That's why I would go to Liberty Tree Tavern. First course is a salad. It's mixed greens, apples, cranberries, cheese, and a house-made dressing. Okay, mm-hmm. can't get that wrong. It's pretty good. I mean, it's a salad, but whatever. That's pretty good. The second course is the Patriot's Platter. This is the crux of the meal. It is roasted turkey, pot roast, oven-roasted pork, mashed potatoes, veggies, stuffing, macaroni and cheese, a.k.a. murica, on a platter, mm-hmm. right? This yeah. is very like I'm here for all of it. I'm like Thanksgiving-ish, basically. All of that in, in one bite. You know yes. what I'm saying? So, are you one of those people who likes your food to touch? Yeah. Oh absolutely. God, God bless you, because that's not like, me. I, Thanksgiving is like I'm all for it. I want mm. Thanksgiving. My we haven't talked about this, but 
my favorite bite on Thanksgiving is like a little piece of turkey with a little bit of dressing, maybe some gravy on it, dressing or stuffing, whichever you prefer. And then a little bite of cranberry with it. So good. Well, I'm okay with those three items in combination. I'm fine with, but don't be putting like vegetables and other, like don't put a yam in my turkey. No, You heard me. Don't put a yam in my turkey. Don't put a yam in my turkey. (laughs) Okay. Back to Liberty Tree Tavern, AKA LTT. That's what the cool kids are calling it on the streets. When I was consulting with them for this episode. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. There is a plant-based platter as well. So I just want to make sure um, you know (laughs) that there is an option for you. Okay. But here's the thing. The food, again, good, good enough. It's passable. But all of the food is really just the thing you need to do to get to this MF dessert. Because mm, oh, this yeah. dessert here is, I think, yeah. top five desserts in all of Walt Disney top World. Five. And I know that we like, it's easy to make a bold claim about what's the top dessert in, in no, Disney it's, World. It's, it's going to depend top. on your preference, right? For yeah. me, this is a within the top five of all of the resorts and parks and springs desserts. It is the ooey gooey toffee cake, and it is so, so, so good. It's, mm. I, I was blown away by how good it was. I only have eaten, like, I, it took me forever to get there for the first time. I was a yeah. full grown adult. I think it might have been like, I don't even know, like two, three years ago or so. I don't, rem- I don't even remember if it was before or after pandemic, but it was relatively recently. Yeah. And um, that ooey gooey toffee cake, when I had it that first time, I thought I ascended into another universe. <laughs> I was, I don't understand. I haven't been the same since. In fact, my handwriting is a little different ever Time since that. space. So um, it is vanilla toffee cake, chocolate sauce, and vanilla ice cream. And it is worth this mediocre Delicious. at best meal just to get to this to freaking dessert. And if that's not doing it for you, if you're like, I don't know, I don't want that kind of mid food just to mm-hmm. have a good dessert. I told you, knickers and bonnets, you're going to be able to laugh right. at these about how quaint it is. It is really kind of a unique um vibe in there and it's of course a break from the chaos of magic kingdom so if nothing else forty dollars a person all you can eat and you can eat as much of that toffee as you want yeah it's not the only dessert but like that's the dessert you want um can Um, you get that dessert anywhere like can you get that anywhere else or you can only get it there you can only get it right there so that's the thing you can't get it like to go like somewhere else that's you have to pay 39 dollars basically for that dessert i think doug just needs to suck it up so we can go there tell him to Um, relax well, I think we just had not the best experience when we went to Garden Grill. Oh, tell him Frankie so says relax like, and he should just go. Yeah. So maybe we'll try it out. Um, delicious. Also, I mean, I'm just here for the outfits and the yes. the boss the Boston of it all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good stuff there. Liberty tree. Okay, now I can't stop thinking about the dessert and that's all I want. <laughs> I'm like, do I have any ice cream in my freezer? I don't. All right. I'm going back to guess what, everyone? <gasps> Cinderella's Roy- and no, I'm just kidding. We're going to dinner at Be Our Guest. Oh. And guess what? It's not that expensive. It is actually less expensive than having lunch at Cinderella's Royal Table. So, the meal here is $67 per person. It is a fixed meal, uh fixed price, $39 for children, so it's actually less than lunch at Cinderella's Royal Table, and I think the food is actually better. They have really great food for their dinner menu. Um Obviously, you get to pick here. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to, what I pick, and then I can tell you what the other options are. So they have for your appetizers, it's a choose one. They have French onion soup, the duck and pork terrine, potato leek soup, mixed green salad, and escargot. I can't remember. I don't know how you say the other word. Um, I'm probably going to go with the duck and pork terrine. I think that's what I've gotten before. It's house pickles and grain mustard plum jam. Delicious there. 
can't go wrong. I mean, pr- really pretty much any of the appetizers I think are good. I'm just not a big soup person for appetizers unless it's she crab soup, depending on the place. Oh. So I'd probably go with that. For the entrees, you can get a dry aged Duroc pork chop. You can get a trout amandine. You can get a grilled filet mignon. You can get pan roasted zucchini and you can get a roasted poulet rouge. Poulet rouge, maybe? Is that how you say it? it does, like sounds mul- good like, to me. Like moulin rouge, but poulet rouge? Chicken. Um, I think you're doing yourself a disservice if you like meat and you don't get the gray, the uh, grilled filet mignon here. It's delicious. It comes with mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> it comes with mashed potatoes. <laughs> hair cut verts, which is green beans. Um, and then there's like a sauce that they put over it and it's delicious. But I would say most people enjoy the food here. I don't think I've had a bad experience here. They do have a dessert trio to pick from. Um, it's lemon jam macaroon, dark chocolate truffle, the chocolate tart, and the vanilla cake with lemon curd. Obviously, the chocolate tart is the gray stuff. It has crispy pearls and oh. white chocolate wafer on it. That's probably what I would get is the chocolate tart. But again, you get to choose. Um, and the they also have the same thing for the kids. The kids, they have a create your own appetizer, your own entree, and a selection of desserts as well. They do have non-alcoholic beverages and specialty cocktails. For this, I would splurge on a glass of Pinot Noir probably. Since I'm having steak, I'd probably pair it with a Pinot Noir or some kind of red wine. But they do have a a whole array. Now, my main thing with this restaurant, like the food is good and everything, but the atmosphere is what I love here. They have like the... um, They have the three separate rooms for you to like walk around through and there's something to see in each room. I mean, really, like you're doing another disservice if you're not walking around checking everything out. Yeah. They have the Grand Ballroom, um, and I'll read what, what like Disney says about it. It says, go for Baroque in this magnificent ballroom with its high dome ceiling, chandelier, and snow-laced gothic arches. Um, so the Grand Ballroom obviously is like the ballroom that they dance to, uh, they dance in in the movie, and it's gorgeous. Um, the theming is great. They have the big window like up the steps in the back, and it looks like it's nighttime out there, mm. and it's like snowing, and... It just looks incredible in there. Then they have the West Wing, um, which is like the mysterious West Wing study. And it says, dine in Beast's mysterious West Wing study if you dare. And perhaps you'll even spy his enchanted rose. So the enchanted rose is in that room, which is really cool because you can walk up and see it. And it's like, you know, the petals are like falling and it just looks so cool in there. It is dark in that room, I will say. I feel like um, walking in there before, I've been like, I don't know if I'd want to eat in this room because it's so dark. I've eaten in the Grand Ballroom and in the Rose Gallery. So the Rose Gallery is like across the way. Um, It says, get swept up in the story of Belle and Beast romance with artwork of their favorite memories, including larger than life figures of Belle and Beast dancing, which is true. There's like a huge thing of them in the middle of the room dancing around. Um, And I've sat in that room before, too, in the artwork, like just the details and everything is incredible. Mm. Then they have like a separate little area for you to go and get your picture taken with Beast. Um, He also will like walk through the restaurant like to get over there. But it's not like a character meet and greet spot where he stops at your table or anything like that. They'll kind of do like um, I feel like they do like a little ceremony where they like present him. And then he like walks in, I think, to take pictures with people. So that is one of the things you could do there. But the food is so good. The atmosphere. I mean, I've even like taken friends in there where I'm like, we're just going to pretend like we have a reservation and go to the bathroom in here. Um, so that I could show them what it looks like because it's amazing. So pro tip, if you want to get in there and just see what it looks like, just, I don't know. You just act like, them. you know, yeah, you just walk act in. like, you know, and you're like, well, sorry, we just checked in and I just need to run to the bathroom. And we like walked in there and there was like, no, there was like no one in there. And we just walked through and I was like, okay, please look at these rooms really quickly. Cause they're incredible. And then we walked back. <laughs> up. Um, so it's gorgeous in there and you get great service. So that's it. 
I mean, I'm just looking right. at these photos and I want to go there now. Those are our go-to splurge meals. Let yeah. us know how we did. If you have a different splurge meal we didn't mention, we would love to hear it. So feel free to reach out. You know how to find us on Instagram or wherever else. We'd like to hear it. Put that nugget in your mouth. So Disney did announce mouth. some uh, things for the upcoming holiday festival, uh, International yes. Festival of the Holidays, Whatever I believe. And lots Race of things. I mean, lots of things returning, right? But the thing I want to talk about is the uh, world-famous Candlelight Processional, one of the few things I still haven't done. Wow, Guys, Greg. I still haven't gone to a Candlelight Processional. You I don't never know just what. like on one of your vacations, you know, like around this time, you just never wanted to go. I, I don't know. Look I just, how many dates there are, Greg. Come on. You got to make it happen okay. this year. You got to so make it happen this, this year. The, the, uh, so anyway, Candlelight Processional is a complimentary uh, show, right? You don't have to pay anything extra. Mm-hmm. You can do a um, dining package where you get guaranteed seating, but you're paying for the meal. You're not paying for the for the seating right. um, at the show. Anyway, there are um, shows ranging from November 24th through, 12, through uh, December 30th. So this is um, like the story of Christmas, basically, with a choir that's sometimes made up with cast members as well as local choirs, depending on how they're handling it. But for sure, cast members are in there. And um, there's a slew of new narrators. So every year there's celebrity narrators. And sometimes it's like air quote celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. No no offense. This is, I mean, think about it. It's like the E to the Beat series. Or, there's some interesting ones. So um, I'll read. I'll just kind of give a quick overview of who's in there. I'll tell you if they're new or not. New this year, Chrissy Metz from um, that show that makes everyone cry that's no longer on this is us um mm-hmm. luis fonzi a musician and margaret world famous prostitute um no i had to google her because <laughs> i don't know who she was she's a singer actress dancer that kind of that's thing funny. was in barbara birdie allegedly dated elvis um mm. oh gosh i always mispronounce his name simu lu the guy from the the ten rings marvel movie uh john stamos uncle jesse neil patrick harris is back mm-hmm. uh, marlene matlin don't know sorry brendan frazier is new this brendan year Frazier. you know the mummy He's, um, I'm, I'm so excited about him. Like, I was like, oh, I would oh. want to go to his. I <laughs> um, love Brendan Fraser. Eva Longoria will be there for three nights, two one. nights. And then there's this, uh, this new person. It's kind of like a new kid on the block. Yeah. Um, his name is Joey McIntyre. Joey McIntyre. He'll be there in December. McIntyre. He's new. Sterling K. Brown, also from This Is Us. I, mean, I guess they're having a mm-hmm. mini reunion, even though it's a universal show. He's new. Actually, yeah, he's new this year. Jordan Fisher, one half of the singers of yeah. the Happily Ever After. He's new Ready this year. Ready to begin. That's Stephen Jordan Curtis. Fisher, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman's returning. And the last new one is Audra McDonald, who is, I think, like a Broadway star. And I've seen her, like, singing things, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And Lisa Lang will close Lisa out Lang. the season of Candlelight Processional. She'll be reporting um, live from so a pretty good list of celebrity narrators and for the most part this the real story there is not the narrator right but it's cool to see a familiar face while Mm -hmm. they're talking about the the story kind of like the history of christmas with some i mean i've walked by it i've heard it it sounds beautiful it sounds moving i just haven't like sit down and, and properly watched it yet all right let's go back in time with some disney history as always, brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets. Make sure you're following along onto their TikTok, Instagram, for all kinds of Disney history and other things going on over there. Okay, 
What's your history for this week? All right. So this was a, a big day in 2003. Um, it was this week in 2003, and all of this happened on the same day. So Mickey's Fill Our Magic was a new computer animated 3D attraction, had its official grand opening in the Phil, Philhar Magic Concert Hall at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Pop idols Howie D of the Backstreet Boys and Joey Fatone of NSYNC, can you tell it was 2003, are on hand for the premiere. The film was directed by George Scribner, best known for directing the 1988 animated film Oliver and Company. Fill Our Magic was a 12-minute long show featuring 3D effects, Sense and Water. We all know it's been redone since then. Um, over, So that was going on at the Fill Our Magic. They were having their big thing. Then over at Epcot, the Wayne Brady show was being taped at the American Garden stage. So guests include tennis star Serena Williams, soap opera heartthrob camera Matheson, um, astronaut Jim Lovell, and members of the original Brady Bunch were there. So they had that going on over at Epcot. And then in the same evening at Magic Kingdom, um, hosts and live performers of the Brian Setzer Orchestra performed um, at the castle stage. Afterwards, the park officially debuted a new pyrotechnic show called Wishes, a magical gathering of Disney dreams. The Disney World premiere included an introduction by actress Julie Andrews. So, like, big day. Like, all this was in the same day. I can only imagine all the teams that were doing all the moving parts. Um, and I just love how, like, late 90s, early 2000s it is with the bands. Yes. <laughs> so, big day back in 2003. Well, my history item is actually brought to you by Beth, because obviously I didn't fully read her <laughs> side of the equation. Sorry. Because I saw the very first thing. I was like, oh, okay, I'll talk about Julie Andrews and the Golden Carousel thing. Oh, and then when sorry. you said that the Brady Bunch was on the Wayne Bridge, I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to talk about the Brady Bunch. It's like, oh. So, mm. um... Yep, a lot happened. Yeah, lots happened, and that's what we're covering today. Sorry, Greg. And that's your history. I always check yours before I put mine in, and you didn't have anything yet. So you know I what? It in. wasn't saved. I didn't press the save button. Ugh. So it was there. You just couldn't see it. And then when it went on today, I was like, oh, where is it? And I was like, oh, and then boop, there it was. So <gasps> boop. No worries. Was. Well, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> you're all right. welcome. All right, Greg, why don't you wrap us up? <laughs> um, of course, I've got a quote for you. But before that, if you like what you heard today, please feel free to like, subscribe, head over to iTunes. Leave us a review over there. Two things. It warms our cold, dark hearts. And second, it um, allows us to become more visible in this Disney podcast community. You can follow our Instagram account and listen. It's been a little busy over there on the Instagram account in the past 24 hours because this week's Where in Walt Disney World is mm -hmm. this? Um, this was the most responses <laughs> that we've ever gotten for this contest. Right? And I have always um, made it a, uh, or I've always tried my best to respond individually if you got it mm -hmm. correct. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take me some time <laughs> to get through this. So I guess it was an easy one, which is cool. But if you want to partake in things like that, our Instagram is at that park life podcast. Um, we also have some side projects going on, some side pieces, if you will. <laughs> um, I've got another podcast with um, some friends that has nothing to do with Disney called the Quick Escape Podcast. And Miss Beth has her Simplistic Thrills account on Instagram, which, of course, features Fire Disney memes and other things, as well as some merchandise. Yes, and we have some other big other big things are going to be coming up as well. Oh. So stay tuned, everyone. Follow she's along. Got big, she's got big things, got everybody. Big things. But she's going to expose those big things any minute. <laughs> um, my personal account is at the Disney Greg. And I'm at the real Beth McDonald. 
You can ask us questions there too, or you can head over to our website and do the Ask Beth and Greg link there, as well as a few other things like searching for old uh, podcast episode titles. You put a little search in and beep, bop, borp, boom. You got some (laughs) search results of some of our previous episodes. We have some cool offerings over on our Patreon account. If you want an ad-free version of this, that's possible. If you want to see us, you can maybe do that too. Mm-hmm. If you want to schedule some individual plant trip planning sessions, that's a thing we offer. So yeah. all kinds of stuff over there on the Patreon. We have some really cool things, I'm just going to say, okay? Yeah. We have some really cool Live offerings. Live streaming some you things. You should check them out, okay? Very active over there. Um, of course, you'll find the link to that in this episode's description, but it is patreon.com slash thatparklifepodcast. If you're wondering what we bring to the parks with us, we did curate a little list for you, and it is available through Amazon as Amazon winds down their second Prime Day, um, second Prime Days for the year this mm-hmm. week. Uh, maybe you can score some last-minute deals on some things, but um, you can access the items we have through our affiliate links in our episode description. It's your normal Amazon account and just things we recommend. We do get a little something out of it, but it is at no additional cost to you. Mm-hmm. And those are all the things. Okay. I've got a quote for you today from the one and only Mr. Peter Pan, who once said, Now, think of the happiest things. It's the same as having wings. Think of a happy thought. Gotta cut Beth off before we hear for four hours with her rendition. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you all next week. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs>